0: Welcome, welcome. I am Mike Gabriel. This is Mike Dup Pod. Listen, we can't get away from this freaking thing, right? This coronavirus, COVID-19, we just can't get away from it. So I have the ability to pass on knowledge and educate those that want to listen to my show. So I did my best to find somebody who tested positive for COVID-19. He is willing to come on the show, him, his wife, and they believe his 18-month-old son, had it as well. Phenomenal stuff. Let's bring him in. And here we are with Rafi Kamesian. Raf, thanks so much for coming on. I've heard mixed reviews on people having symptoms and those who don't have symptoms. What were your guys' situations?
1: Hey, Mike, thanks for having me. Our situation was a little different. My wife's uh, in the healthcare industry. She's a nurse practitioner at UCLA Hospital. Uh, We believe that she she picked up the virus there and um, ultimately me and my my son, Got the virus as well. Symptoms ranged from coughing, shortness of breath, low-grade fevers, chills, body aching. We just we couldn't really move, extremely tired. That was main symptoms along with the shortness of breath, which is still a lingering factor till today with a cough.
0: How long until you had those symptoms you went and got checked?
1: It was about two or three days. At first, uh, well, at first, my wife thought it was a cold and she wasn't feeling too well. She went and got tested uh, about two or three days afterwards uh, when she noticed her her fever wasn't uh, or her fever went higher. So uh, she went and got tested and her results came back immediately because of her uh, relationship with her hospital. And her contacts there, they kind of expedited her results since she's a healthcare provider. And once they gave her the results, I ultimately ended up testing as well, just to be sure. And I ended up being positive as well. And at that point, the healthcare department uh, emailed us some mandatory quarantines where we couldn't leave the house. And they were mandatory, not like your, you know, your quarantine situation now where people are still out and about.
0: What's different from yours than, than the others?
1: Mine is, criminal charges if you leave it it's got a list of things it's an actual demand where you have to stay home and it's got an actual date of i think seven days where for example uh, you can't leave the house can't do anything period can't go out can't go to the stores can't go shopping can't do anything of that sort just mandatory need to stay home
0: and that's for uh, seven days or 14
1: Mine was dated for, I think, seven days, but they said they would uh, revisit with a phone conversation, which they did. They called to check our status, how we're feeling, at which point they said, you're still coughing and you're not 100%. So at that point, they just said, it's going to continue to go and we'll let you know when it will stop. And at that point, the whole, you know, the state of California started doing its whole quarantine program where, you know, you have to stay home and, We've been home ever since. It's almost coming 3
0: weeks now. Wow. So, so you, you tested positive yeah. 3 weeks ago? No, it's uh we've
1: been home 3 weeks since my wife started feeling sick. We didn't take any chances. She wasn't obviously she was sick. She couldn't move to take care of our son, so I was home, you know, at that time cuz I couldn't really go to work. I uh, I've got a lot of associates and my business partner. I couldn't go to the office to work and get anybody sick, so I was kind of remote and trying to do things here remotely. So I was staying home regardless to watch our son as well. And at that point, my symptoms started kicking in and neither me or my wife were really, you know, able to to care for our son like we normally do. We were just extremely tired.
0: When did you test positive?
1: Uh, About four or five days after my wife.
0: So today's April 2nd. So how many days has it been?
1: Uh, It's been over, I'd say close to two weeks now.
0: Okay. So are you able to go out now? And go to the market if you had to? Uh,
1: Am I able to go out to the market now? I think I am able, Mm -hmm. um, but I'm not taking any chances. I'm not going out. Anything we've really needed, we've had family just drop off at our front door and kind of run away.
0: So when are you able to take another test to make sure that you aren't positive for it or not carrying it anymore?
1: I think at my discretion, I can can go to any local clinic and get tested at that point, you know, figure out if I'm 100% healthy or not. And make a decision to go out. But regardless, I don't want to be out. I don't want to be getting people sick. I don't want to, uh, you know, cause any harm to anybody.
0: Because you tested positive, is it easier to now get tested again to see if you're still carrying it?
1: Uh, That's a good question, Mike. I'm not 100% sure on that, but I've been hearing so many different things that's been going on out there and recently heard that, you know, if you do have or have had the virus, it is possible to retracted again that's something my my father was telling me today so or that's something he heard and he was telling me so a lot of mixed uh you know mixed news out there mixed information it's kind of confusing
0: what was your temperature at when you tested positive
1: uh, uh, at that very moment not certain but it fluctuated i had up to 101 anywhere ranging from the 99 to 101, it was, the, f- the fever fluctuated it and it stayed for a while. It was a couple days up and down. It wasn't just, it was a lingering kind of a uh, fever. It wasn't just the one time it's here and then it's gone. I took Tylenol and it helped. Um, it wasn't that kind of fever, it just it lingered. So.
0: So then your, your symptoms then got gradually worse. Like did, did the sore throat come, the dry, the dry mouth or the dry throat and the cough like, how did it all come about for you to then say, "Wait, I think I might have this thing?"
1: It all started with a light cough. It was a a small sporadic cough every few hours, just randomly cough, and then I got hit with a low grade fever at that point. My body started aching. I felt like I was a truck ran over me. my back was hurting so much I laying down was causing so much pain. I was popping medicine just just to stay you know comfortable to be able to sleep at night and ultimately after the the body aches there was chills and uh shortness of breath you know was pretty difficult at one point i was contemplating contacting a good friend of mine to to send some oxygen to my house some oxygen tanks just to have to be safe but yeah it was difficult up and down the stairs and i'm i'm an athlete i've run a lot so it was pretty uh i was scared to be honest with you and i i told myself man i could imagine what the elderly are going through with this it it can really uh it can really kill you
0: when you had those symptoms did your wife already test positive for it
1: uh yes she had already tested positive
0: so what are you doing to recover from it
1: staying home hydration lots of water hot water with lemon i feel like it's been helping me after i finished the medicine I've just been uh, just been home resting trying not to really get my heart rate up or moving too much to where I'm starting to breathe heavy.
0: So they um, so they prescribed you medication?
1: Uh yes, they did prescribe medication. And you're done with it. Yes, I am.
0: Was there a cost for the testing?
1: My insurance uh has a hospital uh, deductible kind of thing, so I had to pay a few I'm sure I'm going to get a bill for a few hundred bucks. This was before all of the, you know, pop-up clinics now that are mm-hmm. promising uh tests within 15-20 minutes or results within 15-20 minutes. It was prior to all that stuff, so um, it's been a little different for us.
0: How long until you got your results?
1: Mine was twenty no thirty six hours. My wife's was a little faster. she they told her twenty four hours and they got it to her in about eighteen hours.
0: Was it difficult to get the test?
1: At that time, there wasn't as many available tests. Mm-hmm. but because my wife has a relationship, uh, with the hospital and those people there in contact, they kind of uh, administered and took us took us right in. They met us in the parking lot and kind of walked us in right away. Ultimately, you know, my wife being the healthcare provider, they wanted to make sure she was tested first and wanted to make sure she was, um, you know, if she had it. So they kind of make sure she's not working or out there. Taking care of patients while she had it. So for us, it wasn't as difficult. But I could assume, or I would assume, for other people, it back then it may have been very difficult. But now I think it's really, uh, it's really easy. I think there's a lot more access now that they have the number of tests. And you know, not to really scare people, but you know, if you if you see a number or a rise in a number of positive tests, it's not because the virus is spreading everywhere. It's just because there's more testing available now Mm -hmm. and people are actually testing. You know, that's just something to kind of let people know, don't be alarmed because there's a crazy skyrocket or a crazy number of uh, positive tests. Just means people have testing abilities now. They can drive through, they can go to places and get tested. And within uh, apparently 15 to 20 minutes, you can uh, get results. I'm not sure if those are FDA or CDC approved, but there are those options for people.
0: There's reports that people lose taste and smell. Have you guys experienced that?
1: Absolutely. That's actually something um, I forgot to mention. We both lost taste and smell. We were eating food and we couldn't really taste anything until this day. It's not back 100% at all. Like I know, you know, when I could sit down and have a meal, I know what my taste buds do and how crazy they go when food is really good. But now everything's just so blind, plain. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing really tastes the same since then,
0: but it's, it's starting to come over back a couple of weeks. Those senses are starting to come uh, back.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Compared to what the beginning it was in the beginning, it was like, you're eating something and you don't taste nothing whatsoever. You know how you're sick and let's say you have a cold, a cough and your nose is stuffy and you don't taste anything because of that. Mm-hmm. It's exactly like that. The only difference is you, your clo- nose isn't clogged and you can smell, but you're not smelling anything or you can take in deep breaths, but you're not really smelling anything. So it was pretty weird. But yeah, both of us till this day uh, still have that, just not as severe as it was back when we first had our symptoms.
0: Sounds like there was a time here where this virus was taking over your body. Is that true? Absolutely. How long was that feeling like?
1: Four or five days. Oh my God. Yeah, it was, uh, like I said, we were in our bed. We couldn't move and my son was crying like, Wanting to play and like he didn't have all the symptoms yet. And we were just like, you know, geez, we didn't have the strength to really do what we normally do. Take him out, go for a walk or let him go up on the roof and play up there. Just uh, it was difficult. Well, what what know? did you do? Hard, you have an
0: 18, 18-month-old son. What do you do? How are you able to take care of your, your son or even each other, you guys?
1: We were, we were rotating, believe it or not, a couple hours of sleep. I would have a couple hours of sleep, then I would get up and kind of sit on the couch and just watch him do his thing. Normally, we're more interactive, reading with him, playing with him, dancing or singing with him, and now it's just like sitting there on the couch and turning on some music and knees up and down, ju- jumping and dancing, and we're sitting there not really being able to do it, and then we would rotate. I uh, I would sleep, and she would go down and watch him, and it was a very difficult time for us. I could imagine for for others, you know, who are older or have kids, it's it's not easy and it's not a joke. People are, some people might not be taking it seriously or some people think it's being blown out of proportion. At that aspect, I'm I'm not too certain, but it you're not invincible. That, that's one thing I can say, you know. If you think you're not going to get it, so I'd question that and tell you, believe it, you can get it. And if you get it, it's not a joke. So it was difficult for us. Hardest thing is not being able to see family and friends.
0: You mentioned you run all the time. So uh, I'd imagine yeah. your immune system is in decent shape, right?
1: I, I would think I'm I'm 32 years old. I, I play soccer four times a week. I put in somewhere around, you know, 20 to 25 miles minimum a week, if not more. I'm healthy, you know, in good shape. Cardio wise, I, I can run for hours and really... Barely break a sweat, and here I am going up and down the stairs at my house and really having to take a break uh, take a break and huffing and puffing so
0: you mentioned your eighteen month old son tested positive for this virus now can you tell if he was experiencing the same symptoms that you guys were experiencing
1: uh just to be clear uh Mike he we never took him to actually test okay we called our our pediatrician and we called our contacts in different hospitals and A lot of friends we have, and we said he's having the same symptoms, or not all of the symptoms, but some of the symptoms we're having, and automatically, there's no point in wasting a test. If he has the symptoms that you guys are having, it's almost 100% certain that he's got it, and he had had low-grade fever. Really, he can't really talk to him to really say, like, hey, is your body hurting, or are you uh, experiencing chills? he didn't have a cough but he did have a fever and he was having night sweats crazy night sweats i would wake up at night to check up on him and he was drenched in water top to bottom like full-on sweating and i would you know carry him kind of dry him off change his clothes put him back to bed and he experienced those night sweats for around the same about three to four days and he was really really fussy for those days i mean he felt weak he would usually he's running around the house climbing things but he was just dragging his feet and when something wasn't going his way he was falling to the floor crying and hitting his hands everywhere hitting his head down we knew that something was wrong you know obviously we knew that he was sick too and he's not being himself thank god after uh you know a couple of days he kind of started changing his mood started changing and now he's now we think he's back to 100 he's Back again climbing the table and jumping off things. Man,
0: you know? that's awesome. I'm so happy to hear that. Now, did was he yeah. prescribed any medication? Uh no, he
1: was not prescribed any medication besides the stuff my wife would normally give for, like a fever, of law. We did lots of hydration with him. Luckily, uh my wife's a nurse practitioner. She has some, you know, gadgets at the house. She checks oxygen levels, mm. checks our hearts, checks our breathing. She's really been uh she's been our backbone, man. I would imagine we'd be in a, a tougher position without her.
0: And your kid is a champ, man. Sounds like he went through this thing in, uh, in his own power. Yeah. What a champ. That's awesome.
1: Yeah, he did. He's uh, he's great, man. He's amazing.
0: So you mentioned your wife carried it first because she works as a nurse, right? Yes. Tell me about the supplies at the hospital. Are they supplying these nurses with enough uh, materials?
1: Based off what I've heard, no, I don't think they, they have enough supplies. When my wife went to get tested, her... Nurse friends met her outside to walk her in. A few of them had um, not your normal masks that they would have. They had bandana kind of things covering their face. Mm. And my wife was like, Jesus, you know, what's going on? There's a shortage. And it's not really the hospital's fault. It's just how unprepared everybody was for this. And, you know, this, this virus is like a, I call it a stealth virus. You have it and you don't know you have it. And that's the worst thing about it. You're out and about. And you don't know if you have it and you're, and if you do, you're out there just spreading it to everybody and the hospitals, it's, I I feel for them. They're the front line. There are heroes, those doctors, the nurses, the pharmacists every day in and out there in contact with people and trying to assist. And a majority, I can comfortably say a majority of the nurses that my wife knows, have it or have the symptoms and they're still out there battling. They're like, there are heroes and, um, and they're not equipped with all the stuff they need. I don't think so. I mean, there's shortage of masks for, for general population. I can imagine there's shortages of other stuff for them in the hospital. They don't have the proper gear. And unfortunately when, you know, one nurse goes down, thousands of patients get affected because that nurse is out there helping day in and out hundreds of people. So it's, uh, it's difficult and it's, it's sad, to be honest with you. They should be the ones equipped with the best stuff to, to be able to combat this.
0: Yeah, so you're saying some nurses have it and they're still working?
1: I believe so. Mm. I mean, based off what I've heard and people I've talked to, they're carrying symptoms, cough-like symptoms, bodies aching, and they're out still working. Uh, it's, it's very possible. Like I said, it's a stealth virus. They may have it and not feel a single symptom and not feel anything and out there taking care of patients doing their job to to really help and not knowing that they could be spreading it you know nurses they have such limited resources they're going from patient to patient and if one patient in one room has it and they're taking care of them and they change gloves or they change their mask and they come into another room it doesn't necessarily mean it's not following remember this it's now we're being told by media that it can be spread in the air, it can be spread many different ways. It doesn't necessarily have to be full blown contact and it's uh, it's alarming, you know.
0: So your wife hasn't been working for a couple of weeks, right? She's been off?
1: Yeah, she's been off.
0: How long do you think you were carrying this virus without showing any symptoms? Any idea?
1: I hope zero days because I was in contact with people and that's my biggest fear. I don't want to get anybody sick don't want to be the person to, to have that on me, that, you know, on my conscience that I got this person sick and now their parents are sick. The elderly is my biggest fear. You know, the young will get through it. I feel like they'll, they'll combat it. Um, but you know, I, I think I would say at least four to five days, probably. I wouldn't know based off what media says, you can carry it for up to like seven or 14 days and not know. And if that's the case, then yeah, I could say I had it for two weeks, but there's just, no proof there and uncertainty you know as soon as I started feeling a little bad I, I told myself there's no way you know I'm not going to work I, I own my own business and as difficult as it was it's as hurtful as it is you know uh, financially and uh, emotionally not being there to support my team uh, it's a uh, we have to do it we just don't have a choice
0: what do you what do you do for a living
1: I'm in logistics transportation trucking the people in the front lines bringing the products to warehouses.
0: So you're an you essential. Know, you're an essential business.
1: Absolutely, uh, a big business. You know, they always say without without trucks, America stops. So we've got a lot of trucks on the road, still delivering to Walmart's, Costco's, all the stores, consumer goods shipments, truckloads of masks coming in from China, picking up at the L.A. airports, going up to to Washington, taking important stuff. You know, and it's been uh, it's been difficult for us. Especially with everything that's going on, how the markets really shifted for the worst—it's uh, affecting a lot of people, not just us.
0: How are yeah. you guys feeling today? You, your wife, and your kid?
1: Thank God, we're feeling uh, we're feeling okay. Besides a couple of lingering, you know, symptoms like cough and um, shortness of breath, I think we're we're okay and we're we're overcoming and we're beating this. I'm glad we caught it early, and I'm glad uh, we didn't let it really get to a darker stage. You know, so. We're feeling better and we're grateful for that. And I, I wish health and, you know, success to everybody out there. Just stay home, believe in, you know, believe in the system and go with the, go with the plan. And hopefully it, it turns out to be the best for everybody. I want to thank all the, the nurses, the doctors, the pharmacists, the people in the front line, the, the truck drivers, the EMTs, everybody that's out there that, that's got to be out there and they don't really have a choice that are out there to help, you know, protect, serve, and doing their part. I, I want to thank all of them. They're very important to us, and at least I'm very grateful for that, and I'm sure all of America is grateful for that. And We want to just let them know that we support them, and we appreciate them a lot, and thank you for everything you do.
0: Yeah, we take a lot for granted, and what we really take for granted yeah. is are, are those workers, those essential workers now, all of a sudden those are who are working for us. I mean, without, like you said, truck drivers, how are you going to get produce at the markets? How are you going to eat? How are you going to survive? You know, produce and food, uh, etc. Rafi, you're awesome, man. Give your uh, wife a big hug for us. She's absolutely a hero, along with so many others. God bless you, your family, and I can't thank you enough for coming on and and spreading the uh, knowledge and and the good word.
1: Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, God bless you and your family. Everybody stay safe.
0: Phenomenal stuff. Thank you, Rafi, so much for coming on. I'm, I'm elated to hear that he's doing good, his wife is doing good, and of course his 18-month-old son. Poor kid didn't know what he was going through, and he fought it like a champ. Really good to hear. Really good to hear. I don't think we really heard many interviews of people who really experienced this thing, so I figured, man, if I can do it, let's all get educated on it. Before I go, I'm happy Rafi brought up those who were working in heroic ways uh, the grocery store clerks, the truck drivers, the medical professionals, the restaurant workers, your neighbors, to so the farmers, to the janitors, to the garbage men, to the sanitation workers. Think about the, the packaging industry, right? Without packaging, you're not able to deliver your produce or your food and to keep us alive. So uh, there's a lot of people, and I, and I mentioned it to Rafi, I think we take a lot for granted in life, period. It's, it's, a, it's a nice little reset on life. We got to get through this damn thing, man. We can't keep living like this. I don't know how long we can be able to do this mentally, physically. And so I think the biggest thing for us right now is to get into a routine. Because you know me, I'm big on routines. But right now especially is the best time to get into a routine. You have to have a routine. Set it up. Set it up. From the time you wake up in the morning, set it up. And if you're in quarantine and staying home all day, if you're not an essential worker, stay home but you have to set up a routine at home. Waking up at eight, nine, 10 o'clock, whatever it is, set up a routine. You're reading a book, you're brushing your teeth, you're washing your face, you're taking a shower, you're jogging, you're walking, you're working out, you're coming home, you're eating, you're resting, you're reading a book. I mean, you gotta set stuff up, man, you have to, because you will literally go crazy. So I think what is essential right now for those who aren't working is a routine. And this is when I tell you about my product of the week. It's an app. It's called Center. C-E-N-T-R. It's by one of them actors. I, I, don't, I don't remember his name. Chris Chris something. But I am using it. It is the absolute best. I've been using it now for seven, eight months. It gives you a nu- nutritional plan, a workout program. There's meditation. You can do yoga. It plans out your entire day. And it's the best. I think they're doing a six-week free program program right now. I'm not being endorsed by them. I'm not being endorsed by anybody but myself right now. Trust me. (laughs) I would love to be endorsed by Center and Suja and all these other products that I use. I've got like 400 products that I use and I'm not being endorsed by not not a single one. If you want me to, I would love to, but I got to believe in the product. So I believe in these products and this is the reason why I'm telling you about them. If I didn't believe in them, I wouldn't tell you about them. I promise. I'm just telling you that Center is a fantastic app c-e-n-t-r you have to check it out and let's get back to living man this april 30th i think is the day that uh, that the president said he's going to um extend this quarantine life i pray to god that on may the 1st we're out of this thing and we can somewhat live a little bit and not i mean just live so we can get this really this thing called economy back you know i know a lot of people and i'm not getting political here i promise i'm just trying to talk sensible it's very important for all of us to be healthy. I try to live the healthiest life I possibly can. But it's not healthy when you're living in a world like this. The world is literally shut down. Shutting it down kills people. So if we don't get back to our lives and get this economy rolling again, the country and the world, some, some stuff's going to go down, man. I'm just saying. So, you know, it's very important that we get this thing going again. And thank God that we've got unbelievable doctors and nurses and scientists. We've got brilliant people out there. We're working with us, fighting for us. We've got countries that are working with us. It's a beautiful thing. I know a lot of people hate each other in this country, in the world. There's a lot of anger, a lot of hate, a lot of hate, a lot of anger. I think it's cool to see that when you go through something like this, people start to come together and just figure it out, right? You're no longer angry. You're no longer a rival with each other. So... I think that part of it is, is a positive that we all kind of can be humans again. Take care of yourself. Take care of your loved ones and just be around good people at all times. I say that all the time. I'm going to say that more, more today. This was Miked Up Pod. If you can, follow me on my Instagram account at Miked Up Pod. Subscribe to the podcast on Spotify and Apple and everywhere else you listen to your favorite podcast. I hope I see you again. I am Mike Gabriel. This is Mic'd Up Pod. Until next time, folks. No wasted days. Let's go.